afternoon and welcome to the happy half hour. I'm Lee Cuban, Master Certified Life Coach and Mindset Coach. I'm Sandra Priestley, Business and Branding Coach, Feng Shui Practitioner. Welcome to Thursday. Happy Thursday. Oh, hey. we made it. Oh, we did. Oh, it oh. has felt like such an amazing week. Um, I, well, as you know, I'm doing, I'm on this plan with my naturopathic doctor. So I'm trying to have zero sugar, which means I am having, um, lemon lime bubbly. I don't think there's any sugar in that. I think it doesn't feel sugary. <laughs> yeah. Buble. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's pretty good. Um, I have to say this has got to go get some. One. Yeah. Let's so what are you drinking? I am drinking a Josh cab reserved um, my sister-in-law oh. got me this for christmas and it's she put a little key on it you know i love keys oh. a little key to the universe i um, have that exact same key in my office i do i will show it again. to you later yes i do and my friend my really good friend had given it to me and uh -huh. on the back on that little tag she wrote authenticity is the key oh not the truth isn't it and i have it hanging on my vision board in my office i love it yeah yeah because when we tap into that that's it right that's the magic it is yeah. the magic like it's yeah. totally as soon as you start to be like boldly who you are mm -hmm. it's like things just fall into place yeah yeah so yeah. awesome showing up yeah <laughs> Awesome. So you're drinking that sounds tasty. Yes. And also, and I haven't tasted I love it yet. the bottle. I love the bottle. Oh, it's pretty good. Mm. So Josh is the one that makes my favorite rosé. Oh, yes. I think you've had that on the show before. Oh, many times. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I miss wine. <laughs> I'm well, sorry. Yeah. We're having date night tonight. And I was actually oh. just going to drink some water. And then I was like, I'm feeling a little frisky. It's been a phenomenal week. Hmm. And I'm like, I haven't had a glass of wine in a while. I think I need a glass of wine. I My so. favorite thing to do, this is just like a side, but my favorite thing to do is have a glass of red mm -hmm. when I cook. There is something about that in the kitchen. I, yes. Yep. I don't know. I feel very Gwyneth Paltrow when I do that. Like I like really just like and enjoying the process oh yeah. this is like I am all about lately just like being more in intention mm -hmm. not going through the motions not worrying about what's in front of me or what's behind me you know we spend 80 percent of our brain power there but like just slowing down time mm -hmm. and there's something magical about just I feel like it's like you enjoy the process more yeah. when you have a glass of wine, not because you're drunk, but because, well, it's a glass of wine. It's intent. Just the, in, like the experience of it. Mm -hmm. It's well, like, I think you, I'm cooking in Italy or something. And you chop the vegetables differently and you enjoy yeah. the cooking process more and it yeah. feels, Oh, it's the word. I don't know even how to explain it, but there's something that just feels so good about and I love it. Like when I have music on. Yes. And I yeah, a glass of wine in the kitchen. I can see you making gumbo now. Yes, for sure. 
man, I still need to make the last batch of the season too. Oh, goodness. That's what I need to do in Chicago. Make gamble. For Logan. Nice. Because that's next week. Oh, it's going to be so, so we got the call on Friday. So, you know, yes. I was expecting the call when we were Thursday mm-hmm. on our show. Yeah. And, but he, he had told us Friday, but I was looking on the Facebook page and they were like, calls are coming. Um, mm-hmm. So about one o'clock on Friday, he called and it was great because Paul and I were both here together Aww. and I'm texting Mona and I'm like, let me know when he calls you. And she said, he's on the line with me right now. Um, he'll call y'all next. And then I just start crying. Oh my gosh. And gosh, I don't want to do that right now. Um, and Paul's like, what's wrong? And I'm like, we have a sailor, but I was crying when I said it. And he was like, what? (laughs) (laughs) But it is just like emotional. Um, like super, super proud. And Mm -hmm. wow, he fucking did it. In fact, those were the words that came out of my mouth when he called. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> and he's like, I did fucking do it. He was just like, yeah. Nice. But, um, and then he called again yesterday. So we will see him next Friday. But now he can call all the time? No. Still not. Still not. Not till he gets to school, which will be Saturday or Sunday of next week. We so don't know they, they, the day that they graduate. Is it called graduate? I think. Mm-hmm. And the day after that, then they leave or that after they graduate, then they can. The talk day after. Them. So there is a chance we could get him until Sunday. And that's what we're betting on. Nice. But we're only we're I'm emotionally preparing myself to have him on Friday and any extra time that I get bonus. And if we don't get any extra time, we're going to go explore and play because mm-hmm. we're there. We have an Airbnb. Our tickets home aren't until Sunday. So we're nice. just going to make the most of it. Nice. Make a little vacation. Oh, how fun. So, I oh it's going to be exciting. Super exciting. So yes. what are we going to talk about today? I, I saved this quote because okay. I loved it so much. And I don't know if it just hit me because that's where I'm at. Usually that's what it is, right? Like you read a quote and it just hits you because that's mm-hmm. where you're at in your head. But this one was just like so perfect Um, at the time I saved it, which was like a week ago. And like every day I've seen it since. And so I don't know who said it, but the quote is, the first thing you should know about me is that I'm not you. A lot more will make sense after that. Everything will make sense after that. Wow. Mm -hmm. Like I just thought how powerful in every single situation everyone everyone Mm -hmm. the first and everything like I you know I think about like even in parenting you know like the first thing that I should know about my kids is that they're not me Mm -hmm. oh okay that makes way more sense because I I am putting my filter on everything else. So when they make a decision that I think is not something that I would do, sometimes I have to remind myself, okay, wait a minute. What I would do at 51 is probably not the choice that an 18 or a 20 year old would make. Correct. Right. So even just as basic as that, like I'm not them, I'm not their age. Yeah. 
But in business too, like if you and I both have life coaching businesses, I'm not you. Right. Like, so your, you know, your business would have a different lens. We mm-hmm. could be trained by the same people, even feng shui wise. Yeah. We, I mean, you trained me. My business would look very much different mm-hmm. than yours did and would. Mm-hmm. Like, and there's nothing wrong with that. People. No, that's what makes the world amazing. Mm-hmm. If we were all the same. Well, and that's the same as my key, right? Authenticity is the key. But like it just that quote seems to be so much it it feels freeing to me mm-hmm. because I think that anytime I look at what someone else does and I put my own filter on it and I try to always do that I try to always like allow everyone to make their own choices and mm-hmm. you know um, a little harder when it's your kids but yeah that's the thing that I'm struggling with is like when it's your kids it's yeah. like. okay why can't you do what I want you to do why can't you do what I want you to say why why do I have to bang my head against the wall instead (laughs) yeah you don't and when we start looking at them like us only in the sense that we were going to do what we were going to do and get on our path and figure our shit out yeah and if we did it I mean, sometimes not the best way. Like I got on some pretty nasty paths. Yeah. Had to kind of find my way back, but Mm. it got me here. Well, and it's true. If it's true for me, it's true for them. Right. Mm -hmm. Like I, yeah, I just, I, it allows me to remind myself like that my 20 year old football player is probably not going to make the same decisions as I would at 51 year old mom. Mm Mm-hmm of said football player, you know? And so for me to look at his decisions and think, why would you do that? Why wouldn't you do that here? I'll tell you what to do. Just follow everything that I said, like, and let's go over all of the potential consequences of your decisions today. And he is like, I'm 20, but it's, yeah, Yeah. it's just so freeing to me, but it's almost like I need to like tattoo that on my hand because if you're going through something difficult or an interpersonal relationship, like a struggle, it's like you, you need the constant reminder, like, well, wait a minute, they're going to choose their thing. I'm going to choose my thing. I'm going to see it through my lens. They're going to see it through their lens. I took a course one time where the, the, um, facilitator, she said, we all see our lives and everyone else's lives as if we're the leading actor. Mm-hmm. We're the lead. But the other person is the lead in their story. Yeah. And we need to see that we're just the supporting mm-hmm. actors. Yeah. Especially with our kids. Because right. we think we're their world. Yeah. But when we get to graduation, mm-hmm. I'm not rushing up to Logan. I'm <laughs> going to let Mona... Yeah. That's his life. Yeah. I'm secondary and I know he loves me, but, but I'm not going to be that mom that hug me first, hug me, you know? Yeah. Um, because this is his time. And when we start looking at things that way and take ourselves out of it, which is tough sometimes as we think sometimes, Mm -hmm. 
But I think it's such a respectful way to allow people to have their moment. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, anyway, I just love it. I just love it. <laughs> Great quote. Well, Paul started his job this week. How did it go? It is so interesting, the difference in him. Like he was really unhappy in his job. And I knew that he was really unhappy in his job, but I did not realize how unhappy he was. He's getting up every morning, pressing his clothes, getting all dressed up. He looks like a million bucks when he walks out the door. Um, he doesn't text me often, but when he does, he's excited about something, you know, because mm -hmm. he's just busy. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of given me a spring in my step too, mm -hmm. because first of all, it's sexy as hell, <laughs> you know, cause he's just full of confidence. Yeah. Um, but it's also, I don't know it, this week has gotten me, I'm so excited about what's coming mm -hmm. and you know, how you can feel a shift Yeah. and you can just feel like something changing and it feels like that's what's going on. So I'm running around in anticipation mm -hmm. of what door is going to pop up from last week. You know, yeah. it just feels. Yeah. So I'm walking around excited, mm -hmm. which is making me notice things and is making me stop in the moment to appreciate things. And it, yeah, I've been kind of walking around the vortex mm. and I love it. Yeah. There's something so magical. Like I often say, you know, faith instead of fear, but there's something so magical about like living in the moment of almost like certainty mm -hmm. that something amazing is going to happen no matter what it is. It's like this feeling of like, I guess, like you said, anticipation of the next great thing. Yeah. And yeah. I agree. Maybe there's something in the universe because that's how I felt. Although I do believe it may be my new doors. Oh, so <laughs> I know What'd we were just do? talking about, this is so funny. We were just talking last week about like, you know, you open one door and another door appears and I walk through that door and another door appears. And so we had someone last week come and uh, give us a quote on new doors like and, front doors, um, back doors, like a patio door and then a balcony door. And, um, at, oh, I think they call it garden door, a garden door and a patio or a balcony door and, um, and then all windows. And so we had ordered them and, uh, all of a sudden <laughs> we do our podcast and I talk about doors and the next day we get this phone call doors are here. What? <laughs> of course they are. So we have these brand new doors and PS one is in fame and reputation and the other one is in my wealth wall. So I'm, I'm just like, Ooh, this is so juicy. What is going to happen? You know, and my doors just feel amazing. And I have new sleek trim and, I love how they open. I love mm -hmm. how they look. And I feel the same. It's like, wow, what else is around the corner? Like yeah. what's, where's the next door? Cause I'm like yeah. opening, I'm opening, closing these yeah. doors all the time. Like where's the next door? I can't wow. wait. 
Mm-hmm. It's so interesting what a difference it makes because I will say this weekend before Paul started his new job for, well, for Christmas, I said, he'd gotten me a door. Have I told the story? Got me the barn door. Yes. Three years ago. Well, okay. it took him a year to put it up. Okay. But he didn't paint it or stain it. Mm-hmm. And then the inside of the trim where he pulled out the old bathroom door, mm-hmm. he had to pull all that out to replace it. So he had pulled pieces of it out. So when the door was open, it looked terrible. Right. So for the last two years, probably 18 months, two years, it's just been unfinished. The door was hanging. Yeah. But it was unfinished. And so every time I opened the door, I was like, eh, like, and, and it's unfinished in our money area. Oh, so that's making me even crazier. Well, right. for Christmas, I said, I don't want to, I don't want a gift. I want you to finish my door. Oh, that's nice. all I want. Yeah. Christmas came and went, got tons of presents, no door. Oh, no. <laughs> birthday comes. I don't want anything for my birthday. All I want is for you to finish the door. Mm-hmm. No door. Got presents, <laughs> no door. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, while you're between jobs, like when you have time off, which you only had one day, maybe you could work on my door. So then he only gets one day and he's like, yeah, I only get one day. And I'm like, yeah, it's a whole weekend. That's enough time. (laughs) He did it. He did a phenomenal job. And when I walk in there, it feels finished and complete. And it's so it's ready for that map to go above it now. Yeah. And so we're just waiting on the map to be delivered. And I am on the edge of my seat because when you put things in place like that, Mm -hmm. that's where your focus is. It's so amazing too, right? Because like, I often say like so many times we just go through the motions and like the door, like, you know, we start to not even pay attention to it. Mm -hmm. It's like an annoyance, maybe if it's something that's undone, but like, I don't know. I was looking at something the other day and, oh, it was a picture. It's this, this picture that was in my mother-in-law's home. And it was, it's a a picture of a store in England. And there's like this kind of trendy guy standing there. It's a black and white picture. And it says priestly, priestly, priestly all over this building. It's, it's like a, I don't know, like a t-shirt shop or something, a record shop. I'm not sure, but it's from years and years and years ago from a cousin who was visiting England and took a picture of this store. And you can't even see the full priestly on it. Like, it's like, I don't know what it is about this picture, but I love it so much. And she had it like hanging in this awful frame. And so, um, when we were cleaning out their house, I said to Cam, I, I would like to take this picture. And he's like, what for? (laughs) Why? Like, because the frame itself looked so awful that the picture didn't look great. But I took the picture, I put it in a beautiful frame, just like very plain, but like really nice black trim. Mm -hmm. And I hung it on the wall and I swear there's something magical about it. It's in my fame and reputation area. And, but there's just something so beautiful about it. Like it just, I just love it so much. Mm -hmm. And 
all of a sudden I realized one day I turned to look and I went, oh, my picture. It's wild because I love it so much, but it's like I overlooked it mm. for the few months, you know, like where yeah. you just go through the motions and you forget that there's something on your wall that you love mm-hmm. more than anything else on your wall, you know? Yeah. It's like you just tune it out, but you're tuning yeah. everything out when you're doing that. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And that was one thing that I noticed just, just like just the other day, I really noticed it and went, wow. And that was probably the same thing for our doors. Our doors, we just got used to them. They didn't really close very well. We knew we wanted new ones. We knew we didn't like them. We knew we were worried about a little bit of moisture damage and, but we weren't prepared to pay that much for doors for at that moment. And so we just left the doors and you just get used to it. Mm -hmm. Yep. And you convince yourself that it's not a, not a big deal. Well, and we're walling. Yes. But what we're doing when we're getting used to it is numbing ourselves to mm-hmm. not paying attention in life. Right. Oh, ignore that. Don't look at that. Don't, don't look at that. Yeah. Put blinders on and walk through. And it, it doesn't do us any justice. Like we don't, it doesn't make us more alive. No, but man, when we fix it. Whew. Yeah. And then all that comes rushing back at us. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I think you say that about clutter too, don't you? Yep. Like when Anything people say that, that they get used to the, they don't mind clutter. Is yeah. that what, what was the, how do you respond? How, how do you say that? Because I, when you said it the one day, I thought, wow, that's really like it's what I think, but I feel like you mm-hmm. say it better. <laughs> I don't remember what I, I say a I lot of shit. What you said, but I know it was so good because like, I think we were talking about how like clutter affects us mm-hmm. and sometimes we don't pay attention to it or we, you know, like it's around us and we think, oh my gosh, it's overwhelming or we feel overwhelmed, but we're not looking at our space. But then I think, I don't remember, but it was like, there's some people in the world that say, um, I don't mind that I have 42,618 emails. It doesn't bother me. And I'm like, it's bothering your subconscious mind though. Uh-huh. Your subconscious yeah. mind is saying, what the fuck? There's a lot to read here, uh-huh. you know? Yeah. And, and, um, well, for me, I get overwhelmed it. and I ignore it. I'm like, I can't even go through all this. It makes me crazy. Yeah. I've changed I have- email addresses for that reason. Because I start getting all this spam and it gets overwhelming. Right. And instead of just going through and going, Mm -hmm. I'm unsubscribe, unsubscribe, you know, Mm -hmm. and cleaning it up. I'm like, "Mm -hmm." and yeah, Yeah. I have like, as we're speaking, I have my email sitting there and I've got the little red dot with a five in it. It's driving me crazy. There's just five emails. That's it. I don't know how anyone could manage 42,000. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot. No, no. But, but it's the same as clutter. Like people who live in a lot of clutter, it's, it's just the same. And it's just like, you're kind of like closing your, your brain off Yeah. to a lot, mm-hmm. just ignoring a lot of stuff in order to survive almost. But like yeah. what happens if you can just, 
and even if you can just declutter or you can fix things, you mm -hmm. open yourself up to be able to really see other things. And it's starting small in those little, those little right. things, right. you know, do what you can, a small something every day, and you'll start to see progress in anything that you're working on. Absolutely. And that's when the magic starts happening because we start seeing and opening ourselves up and, Ooh, yeah. What about this? And what about this? And well, and I have, um, I created in 2020, I created, um, like a decluttering email series, a free email mm -hmm. series, because I thought, uh, we're, we're in our homes. We better fucking love them. Right. Like who wants like to round the clock all day long in a place that they don't like and like pick something up. <laughs> You've got lots of time. And so I created this email series and now I'm doing it in my free group, like one, one a week. It's a 27 day, you know, auspicious. Uh -huh. And so I'm doing one a week. And what I'm noticing, like the very first one is creating a Zen den for yourself, like creating a space that's all you. I don't care what it is. I don't even care if it's like the top of the mantle, but I just want you to love it. Yeah. And it's so amazing how people show like in my group, they're like showing their before and afters or they're showing like mm. their favorite, like, I don't know, like dark, um, darkly lit room at night with like the fireplace going and the candles and things. And like, just like, this is my, they're so proud to show their Zen dens mm -hmm. and it's just so much fun to see people just like light up again because they love just one little part of their space right yeah. like it's just like it just changes everything I feel when you can just start with that and then you can move to another drawer yeah no and one it's that one thing with anything right yes that, that gets people excited and gives them a spark and a new focus and then the ideas start coming yeah Cause you're opening yourself up. Like I yeah. call it room for miracles. Like, yeah. cause then when you open yourself up, you make room for miracles mm -hmm. and you can see them cause <laughs> you're numb the miracles. If you're numbing the awareness that you're living in, you know, oh, yeah. you're running around with blinders on. You're not seeing them. Yeah. You're walking right past them. Cause you're looking ahead and they're lined all up the street exactly <laughs> i don't know so anyway but it's yeah it's just been i don't know it's been a fun week it's always so fun to see people just i don't know have one one thing that they do or that they hear or that we say that is like just a moment of happiness in their day yeah you know? and it the shift that it creates mm-hmm and they might have a bigger goal, yeah. but they, they are meeting these smaller goals and getting excited about life again. Exactly. And even though they're not exactly where they want to be, maybe they haven't hit the business goal, the relationship goal, the weight loss goal, the whatever goal, Yeah. but they're hitting other smaller goals in that direction. Yeah. And they're different people. They, they show up differently. They light up differently. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the coolest thing in the world to watch. Me too. And experience. Cause it happens to us too. Oh, for sure. You know, when we get stuck in ruts yeah. 
And then all of a sudden, you know, we bust the door open and yeah, get on the other side of something. And it's like, Ooh, what's here. I, uh, I read a quote the other day and I wish I had saved it. I think I might've sent it to sent it to someone, but, um, I'll have to see if I can find it, but it was, it was something that I had been experiencing recently too. It was like every single time there is this explosion of shit, like every single time something goes to hell in a handbasket goes wrong. Right. Every single time that happens, I always notice that miracles are around the corner. Like the next, the next day or the next few days, as soon as I let it go and I stop fighting, yeah, whatever it is, like if I'm fighting acceptance or I'm fighting whatever is happening because I don't like it because it's uncomfortable. Like I don't feel good about it. If I'm fighting it, I'm delaying the miracle. Yep. It's like when I go, Oh, this sucks. Okay. And I'm going to open myself up to what's possible. Mm-hmm. It's like right around the corner, right after something amazing happens. Yeah. And I, I just always that. ask myself, maybe not initially, Maybe mm-hmm. not in the red hot moment, but quickly. Ooh, I wonder how, what this is doing for me. Right. Because it exactly. always is. Yeah. Always. I always see it. I think I might've said this, but I always see it as like a volcano. Mm-hmm. And so like, it's like the molten lava underneath it all is kind of harming us. And so when it erupts, then things can settle down in the most yeah. beautiful way in the way that they're meant to. Mm-hmm. And maybe a way that we didn't anticipate that it would be. Mm-hmm. And it might bring up some amazing stuff that we didn't know yeah. was there. Yeah. And so, yeah, like that, it just seems like that has been happening um, over and over and over again, more quickly for me. Mm-hmm. And um, it's, I know it's because I'm not fighting the volcano. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Yeah. And with that, oh, we're out of time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. This was good, Sandra. Thank you so much. And thank you guys for joining us. We will see you next Thursday on the Happy Half Hour. Bye. Bye.